Hey, how's it going out there? Welcome to the Morserta Paranormal Podcast. Um, today, we are going to be discussing Richard Speck. So, a little break from the paranormal into the serial killers. definitely one of the most oddball serial killers out there, really. Um, so we'll get to that in a second. Okay, so we're back. <laughs> we're back and doing it again. Yep. We said we couldn't do it. Yeah, so we had to take a little little week off and hopefully everyone's doing well. Everyone's recharged. All that good stuff. So we're going to talk about Richard Speck, and uh, yeah, kind of one of the one of the more oddball guys out there. Yeah, not even so much for the killings, but yeah, so what, what for the aftermath of this? Yeah. Um, so uh, Richard Speck was born in 1941 on December the sixth, and uh, well, he almost died on his birthday. We'll get to that after. Um, let's see. He uh, he was born in. Uh, Kirkwood, Illinois. Uh, he was the seventh of eight children, so, you know, busy, big family. Um, then moved in his really early years to Monmouth, Illinois. Um, when he was six, his father died of a heart attack, and his mother ended up moving to Texas. So they moved around a bit. So they moved around a little bit. Um, now, it said that... Uh, Growing up, he had a kind of an abusive stepfather who's kind of a drunken abuser or kind of an abusive guy. Like abused him sexually? Uh, it didn't really specify, yeah. uh, but uh, so we'll just go with that. Um, his real early years, he was kind of a the juvenile delinquent, I guess you would say. Uh, you know, he started drinking at a really young age and did a lot of like petty, petty crimes, petty so. crimes murders, uh, not murders, not yet. Yeah, mur- murder's not a petty <laughs> crime, okay? I don't, I don't give a fuck who says it is, but it's not. No. He would have said it was a petty yeah, crime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, right up until uh, 1966, he was he has been in jail before, uh, assault and, uh, and robbery kind of stuff, uh, but the real... Uh, you know, his real serious crimes um, were all on the same night. Now, it's to mention that he, he had several jobs in which he uh, got around. Uh, he worked on a boat. He worked construction, this, that, and the other thing. And there were mysterious deaths of girls that happened around where he was. Right. But he always sort of seemed to elude police. Right, right, right. He yeah. always, always kind of ducked So it's not necessarily out. him that did it. It's just coincidental, <laughs> you know, looks like a duck, sounds like a duck. Probably is. Right, especially with this guy. Yeah. Um, and so he, uh, one night, on July the 13th in 1966, he broke into a, um, 
a townhouse in Chicago uh, and murdered eight women. Nursing students. Nursing students with the uh, identical haircuts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They all looked alike. Yeah, so it's... He had a murder type, I suppose. Yeah, or he just... um, or it's just coincidence. It was popular hairdo. Yeah, I guess because it didn't. It didn't seem like he was like stalking these women. He just yeah. knocked on the door and did it. Now, coincidentally enough, there were actually nine women in this room, and the woman who answered the door initially is the only one to have survived. Um, he did enter the room with a gun, but it was a knife that he used to kill them. He, he bound them, and uh, he robbed them, and he raped at least one of them. Now, the girl who answered the door hid under a bed quietly. Right. And uh, she actually laid there for hours after in fear. And the dope forgot she was there. Right. Yeah, he forgot he was there. He lost count of how many people in the room. But, yeah, she laid for hours after he left and then eventually emerged through a window and uh, cried out for help. And that's when the police were called. Um, and, uh, you know, she gave a... Uh, 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 they took it. They made a, depo- a deposit, yeah. a composite <laughs> a deposit in the morgue. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. So they made a composite of uh, of of him, based on her uh, eyewitness. And I'll tell you what. What the hell is it with with these? How do they find anybody with these with these drawings? Yeah, it's like a children's art class. Yeah, you know, and, and it's not just to kind of get off the rails a little bit right away. Uh, you know, every it seems like every documentary or whatever you watch, and they show these composites of these people, and they look horrible. They they don't even they, they don't remotely like the the right. like the best one is the Eileen Warnos one. Oh my god! <laughs> like she looked like a cat. Yeah, I mean this one, the guy was like a greaser, and he came out looking like fucking lurch. Yeah, right. So it's like these composite drawers, man. They're not. Uh, I don't know. Remember we were talking about Richard Chase too, and like the picture was like, how you know how yep. the, the how, Night stalker and yeah and, yeah. Man. Oh, that was yeah, that was even better. Mm-hmm. It's like how do you, how like who would and recognize? Everyone was saying, oh, it looked just like him. It didn't look anything like him. At I all. passed right by him without even put two and two together. Right, right. Um, I, I, I guess the, the thing here though is the tattoo he had. He had a prison tattoo that said. Born to raise hell on his arm, and um, he was uh, found out. Actually, he tried to kill himself. Right. He slashed his wrists, and then and then he decided, I don't really want to die. So this was a bad mistake. He was rushed to the hospital, and they noticed the tattoo on his arm. Right. So instead of spending that time cutting his wrist, you might think he would have tried carving that tattoo off. Right. Right. You know. Um, now, he would later claim that he was both drunk and high on drugs and uh, just planned to commit a burglary um, before he held these women hostage. That sounds like an excuse to me. Right, right. Uh, I mean... Especially if there's that path of death around him. Right, right, right. And, uh, you know, how he decided just to knock on this particular door, Yeah. you know, was that just coincidence that it just happened to be... Right, and I mean, he strangled some of these girls, which he later boasted about, saying, you know, how much strength it takes to do, right, how right. strong he is. So, and so it's not like, um, at one hand, it looked like it, it was just kind of uh, coincidental, but at the other hand, it looked like, you know, he definitely meant to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, was it just a robbery turned, or did, like, halfway through it, he was like, you know what I'm going to do? 
Uh, I'm going to rape one of them. And I'm, I'm gonna just going to kill them. I'm going to just kill them all. And I'm going to leave one alive under the desk. Yeah, well, the bed yeah, or whatever. Yeah. How do you not know? Uh, Especially the one that opened the door on them. I know. Well, there's a lot going on. Yeah. There's, you know. Yeah. Realistically, not trying to be funny. I'm just saying there's, there was a lot going on. And maybe if he was high, on, you know, or drunk, and, yeah. you know, whatever. Uh, you know, it still kind of goes to show. Like, I can't, like, I can't imagine these women not trying to fight back. Maybe that's why he killed them. Right. I mean, yeah. no one will really ever know, but, you know, it seems like eight people can, can topple a drunk pie guy yeah. if that were the case. Especially when he was binding them. That takes some time. You know, someone could have been hitting on them when he was binding one of them. Yeah, who's going to sit there and just, yeah. oh, I'm going to wait for I my mean, turn. they probably thought they were just being robbed. Right. And that, that it was best to comply. You but, know, that. yeah, that's that's a possibility, too. But with that many people, you've got to stand your ground. Right. You, you've got to, because you've got to just assume yeah. the worst. I mean, if you're totally incapacitated. Yeah. Or you see everybody else, you know, if you're, you know, I don't know, you got to, if you're being put in that situation, you're, you know, you're either you're you gotta just assume you're gonna die, so you right. might as well try to fight your way out of it. Right. Uh, so he did. They did find prints at the at the scene. So like he he really didn't try to cover anything up. Um, he was identified in the hospital, as we said. Uh, you know, following a suicide um, attempt, which is you know I don't know. <laughs> Maybe did, did he did he feel bad about it at that moment and like did he feel bad or was he trying to do something where he could go for a plea? Oh yeah, because you know? he did he did try to like he did he did he did make accusations that he wasn't he wasn't with it. So he, yeah. he so it is possible, right? But I mean, attempting suicide just doesn't necessarily no. You know, I don't know. I guess it's a, actually I was watching a, a thing not too long ago and how that's a common thought. Yeah, like. If you're, you know, you commit, you you attempt suicide, so they're going to naturally assume that you're, you know, you're you're mentally ill. Really? Yeah, and a lot of people do that, but it never works. Right. Because there's no like. Right. Well, they do tests and all. Right. Yeah. And I would imagine in '66, the test is probably because I mean we really didn't have the serial killers that we had in like the '80s and the '70s. Right. And, right. Know, right. Yeah. They were still working on the profiling. Right. Um. Now he um, uh, he was diagnosed with an or with organic brain syndrome. I don't know what the hell that is, uh, but the <laughs> okay, for every brain would be organic. Uh. Uh, and that's uh, 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 cerebral injuries that he suffered okay. earlier in life. All right, so he may have had some brain damage. Right, uh, and it actually. You know, um, sometimes that can cause violence and things like that. Right, but the alcohol abuse and the and the drug abuse definitely didn't do him any favors when it comes to that. Right. Um, uh, so the doctor that uh, um, diagnosed him with this didn't testify for his defense or anything. He just testified that he had this syndrome. Right. Um. So. The people that the the women that that died were uh, Gloria Davy, which twenty two, uh, Suzanne uh, Ferris was twenty one, uh, uh, let me open this thing up here. Um, Mer, how the hell do you say that name? Merlita. 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 Uh, Garallo was twenty three. Mary Ann Jordan was twenty. Patricia Matzik was 20. 
there was a Valentina Passion, which was 24. Uh, Nina Schmel was 24, and Pamela Wilkins was also 20. So they were all, you know, young students. Right. Uh, and they were all nursing students that were, you know, waiting. Actually, I guess they were they were in the process of getting a bachelor's degree. Yeah. Um. He, uh, but Richard Speck in, in court uh, always claimed that he had uh, no recollection of the murders, but he did. Con- but he did confess to the crime. It's funny because, like I said, he boasted about it in later interviews. Right. Well, at that point, I guess he's yeah. already, you yeah. know, up shit's creek. Yeah. And at that point, you know, what the hell does it matter? Right. Um, uh, let's see here. So the trial went on. Uh, oh wait, hold on. Uh, he. He <laughs> he did say in 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 court that he could he could have done it sober. He could have done it sober. <laughs> so, oh, so I don't know if that means that he could have just as easily done it. Yeah. Why the fuck would you say that? Right, right, right. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. He's not. This guy wasn't trying to help himself. At right. All. Yeah. You know, it just seems like. Um, uh, so, yeah, I'm sure at that point the defense attorney is just like, fuck this. <laughs> yeah, just, just yeah. let him keep talking. He's burying yeah. himself. Yeah. So um, the trial started on uh, April 3rd, 1967, um, which there was a gag order on the press in court. So the whole like proceedings were not televised. Or Well, I guess at that point they probably wouldn't have been anyway, but yeah. you know, weren't publicized. Um, after... 49 minutes of deliberation. Wow, that's crazy. Uh, the jury found him guilty and recommended the death penalty, which he was sentenced to death in the electric chair, but that was overturned in uh, 1972 when all the federal... when they outlawed yeah. federal ex- or the execution. So, you know, that's like when Charles Manson and all that... Right. And, got you know, basically all yeah. got life in prison. So, um... He, he was... Uh, Sentenced to the Statesville Correctional Center in Illinois, uh, he was given a nickname Birdman. Birdman. Yeah, I don't know, because he kept he kept a, I guess he kept a pair of sparrows okay. that flew into a cell. Okay. Uh, he was dis- described as a loner who uh, kept a stamp collection and enjoyed listening to music. Oh. Uh, his contacts were just with the Warren, a warden, warden. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, uh, one of the uh, kind of the, the, the he, well, when he was in prison, like he was he caught with moonshine and trying to do his own thing, and he and with with various drugs, and uh, you know his attitude was, how am I going to get into more trouble? I'm here for twelve hundred years, right? <laughs> you Whatever. know. Um, now he did illegally obtain hormones, female hormones, to develop female breasts. Um, which is a little odd, I suppose. Maybe not, considering who you are. But, yeah. <laughs> so his, uh, you know, his his thought on the on the on the uh, female hormones was, I guess, like a, a protection. Well, it made him popular in prison. <laughs> it made him very popular in prison. Yeah. Um, in fact, there was an interview that was done where he's sitting there bare chested with his breasts doing cocaine and then performing oral sex on another inmate. Yeah, which is kind of weird like that this... Yeah. I mean, it wasn't even like they tried to hide it. He had like a fucking... Uh, it you was know, like a plate of 
a plate of blow and fucking, you know, this guy that was all over him. And, yeah. You know, he definitely had woman like tits, that's for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, Big milkers. And he was wearing a pair of silk panties. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, weird guy. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, to one's own. He was boasting in the video if they only knew how much fun I was having. They, they, they turned me loose. Yeah. So it's not like prison was really like, uh, you know, they, they claimed that he was abused his whole time in prison. But when you say things like that, it's like he was enjoying everything that, that was coming to him. Right. So, uh, and he did talk, you know, and the guy asked him if, uh, you know, uh, if he killed those nurses. And he said, I sure did. And then when asked if... Uh, uh, why and he kind of kind of shrugged and laughed and said uh, it just wasn't their night. Mm. So that was his attitude towards it. He's just some sick fuck. Right. Yeah. Uh, and they asked how he felt about it in the years since he's been in prison, and he said, "Just like I always felt, I have no feeling." If yeah. you're asking me to feel, if I felt sorry, no. Mm. Um. And uh, this is on a video. You can you can look it up and find it. It's definitely around. Uh, we just yeah. saw it. So. Yeah. <laughs> Entertaining, yeah, with strange, strange man. Um, so, um, he died in 1991, and uh, upon autopsy, well, they believed to be a heart attack, probably from all the cocaine, probably. And this was one day shy of his 50th birthday. But the coroner said he had an enlarged heart, emphysema, and clogged arteries, uh, which most likely contributed to the heart attack. Uh, Speck's um, body wasn't claimed, I guess, so it was cremated and the ashes were scattered in a secret place. Um, there's been uh, there's been uh, quite a few movies that were sort of based uh, loosely. Um, Naked Massacre, which was an uh, which was set in Ireland. I don't know why they would do that. Um, uh, the film The Chicago Massacre uh, was in 2007. Um, and also, I think there was, uh, yeah, the Netflix Mindhunter uh, yeah. had a kind of a uh, guy based on him. And, um, you know, so it's like, <clears throat> you know, it always, it always makes you think about, uh, you know, what, uh, <laughs> what do you do with people like this? Yeah, what people are capable of. Yeah. And it's like, you know, you think about it, and it's, you have to draw that line of what's, uh, and I consider myself a pretty out there guy, and uh, if something's fucked up to me. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's probably, uh, it's probably a little over the top, for, well, mostly over the top for anybody else, yeah. and, uh, you know, when it comes to, like, death penalty type stuff, does it, uh. It doesn't warrant, and I guess if you're not gonna, if you're gonna do something like that, totally off the cuff, and not have any fucking, you know, any remorse for it, then what, you know, what else are you gonna do with this person? Mm. And then to keep him alive, and you know, alive in prison for twenty years, and you know, uh, making videos of whatever the hell you call that, yeah. <laughs> you know, are you <laughs> <laughs> uh, So, yeah, you, you, you know, I don't know. I'm. I don't want to say I'm pro death penalty, but I'm pro death penalty sometimes. <laughs> I certainly think that there are circumstances. Um, 
you know, the only reason I don't go for the death penalty is just the cost of cost somebody to be on death row. Well, that, that's where I that, that's kind of where my mind goes too. Yeah. Why 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 let these? If you're going to admit to it and it's a hundred percent you did it, why is it still taking so long in these appeals right, and stuff? Like right. why? You know why why bother with it? Just fifty cents, take them out back, put a bullet in their head. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, and I'm not talking. You know, don't get me wrong. There has been people that have you know been executed that shouldn't have been. Right, or, but you're talking a one hundred percent. You know, this is it. You know, he admits to it. Right. He he, he boasted you know, about it. He wasn't he wasn't shy about it. Right. You know, um, and the same thing goes with a lot of these other guys that uh, you know. I mean, you know, even though he didn't kill anybody, technically, or he wasn't in jail for killing like Charles Manson. Like, why, why, why let him sit in jail from '69 yeah. until he died? What two years ago or three yeah, years ago or whatever. Yeah. You know why? Why bother? You know, it's the thing. I think it makes the prison. It makes the prison that much more money because right. I imagine when they have high high profile, you know, uh, prisoners like that, they have yeah, to they have funding. to protect them and stuff. Right. And yeah, um, that's what it is. Yeah, and, and and you know, you're letting these people like live off of their. I mean, even if they're not really making money, right off of their uh, you know crimes but they're definitely living it up and you know getting the attention and stuff because right. you know as you unless they're child rapers yeah they don't really uh, fare too well in prison which uh, you know that's another thing that, that I've always said you know if it's 100% you know you're better off I mean society is better off just yeah. not having these people around and it costs too much money to keep them right you know they're not pets anymore so <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know. Um, uh, but anyway, um, yeah, Richard yeah, Speck was a, was a was a was a weird weird guy. Mm -hmm. So um, we've talked about this a couple of weeks, uh, you know, in the past about us making some changes uh, to the show, and um, over the next few weeks we are going to be doing that. Yeah. Um, you know, there will be a name change. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and uh, a slightly different uh, platform, more of right. a, uh, more of a little bit more of an open. Uh, we'll call it a weird platform. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, so the next couple of weeks, we're gonna talk about the uh, the Hitler diaries, and we're gonna talk uh, conspiracy with the uh, flight 007. Um So. There is that. I think we'll have a little bit more fun with, uh, you know, kind of broadening topics and putting our own two cents into a lot of this. Yeah. Um, so next week, I guess we're going to do the Hitler Diaries, which was um, one of the most famous, like, I guess, I guess more modern day hoaxes because yeah. it was the 80s when it kind of broke. And... Uh, I thought it was an interesting topic, and uh, you know the whole hoax topic is kind of interesting anyway. Because a lot of there's a lot of good ones out there that uh, uh, I don't think a lot of people don't talk about. That's another thing we're going to talk about things, things and stuff. <laughs> yeah, things and stuff uh, that uh, I don't know. Sometimes a lot of people don't like to. But uh, but we'll make it interesting. We'll keep you keep you entertained. Uh, if you want to get a hold of us, Facebook's always a good thing. Uh, 
or you can email us direct at Paranormal at gmail. Um, so until next week, have a good one. Uh-huh.